Welcome to Babies and Bellinis, where we're balancing business, babies, and brunch. I'm Erica. I'm Kay Alex. And I'm Casey Renee. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Casey, what the this. fuck? <laughs> I was ready. I, you know, I never say welcome, welcome. I always I, I was going to say, the, the past two recordings, you definitely oh, no, have been not more like the past four. No, okay. I never. She made an announcement in one episode. She was like, yeah, I'm not I'm saying doing that. It. Yeah, because then, <laughs> then I, I always come in and be like, hey, ladies. I, I had my room. Oh, okay. Damn, I thought we were like in sync with it. You <laughs> clearly, you don't pay me attention I really don't in this pay corner. your ass no mind. <laughs> <laughs> because I haven't been saying welcome, welcome ever. Wow. Okay. It's much more fun it in unison. But you know, right. It's cool. I just try to give you out a flavor flavor of it all on the sidelines. Flavor flavor. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Hey, What's girls. What's going on, guys? We're doing it. It's the first week of school. We haven't lost our edges. Ooh, but I've lost yet. my whole mind. I'm fucking Oh, shocked. you have your edges but no mind? Hey, yeah. that, no that's mean. one of them things, too. So, guys. <laughs> Big announcement. I'm no longer getting up at 8 o'clock. She's getting up at 8.15. No, I'm getting up at 6 with the rest of the world. Damn. Summer's what? over. How do you niggas do this? I don't believe it. I need you. I, I don't believe it. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. I Where's Julian? I'm dead. Yes. Confirmation. We, we need that. Fat, we got a fact I'm about check. to pull up. I'm going to pull up my alarm. Pull up the schedule. ring. Pull up the ring. Let us see <laughs> you. And that's how I stay up. The alarm don't even count because I got alarms for like every hour of the day on my phone. That don't even count. Like you about to show us bullshit. No, but no. Four, no, okay, 540, that was probably... Because you're not used to it, so you really need a 6, a 610, a 615. See, I'm an amateur, dog. You are an amateur. What, Kate, what Casey will post in the stories is a video of her ring and the timestamp. Uh, she will I, post that. I got that. you, niggas. And y'all gonna see the kids right, right behind me. Pissed, I've, and I've yes. Done, I've done good. Everyone's gotten, well... Maybe like five minutes late to school. Come on, <laughs> the first week or something? Yeah, yo. I'm, it's just, listen. Listen, our Instagram post said we needed a one-week grace period. <laughs> to get it together. <laughs> to get it together. Yeah. I had my kids in here time. All right, like bowling balls. In go, in go. All right. They was like, hey, you want to take pictures? I was like, no, my phone's in the car. Um, <laughs> but I have two stops. I have two different stops. Ooh, oh yeah, this is I used to. Crazy. I remember those days. And then, Carson of course, pre K four, I have to walk her in the building. She's not walking from car to in the yeah. carpool line to the class. That's if you don't want it to, sis. Sis, I'm I have just to train jokes, her. Jokes, to train jokes her. before y'all be like, "Well, what does Casey do with her kids?" Jokes. <laughs> I mean, listen, by any means necessary, but yeah. I have to look both shit, ways. We'll get there. We'll oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> no, the way Didn't people ask be me how we got here. Carpool car car line. Those car lines look it's dangerous. <laughs> it, they are. Look, last year in the car line, people always go around the other cars and they're like, "Yo, you're gonna kill a kid so you don't get a tardy? Are you serious?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, somebody definitely was dipping out today, and I was like, and I felt like that. Like you're yeah. really about I'm to like kill us. I'm low key excited about this type of what situation. the car line like. No, the the backlash. I'm gonna be like, shut the fuck up, Karen. Oh, yeah, Karen. Hey, fuck you, Karen. <laughs> Move out the way, bitch. In my little, in my little, in my little Corolla. I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Your horn is trash, bitch. Oh, it is, dog. Yeah. I got a digit for a new car. Fuck y'all. <laughs> it's okay. You have a car. It's fine. I got, four, I got 1493 in my digit. Ready for it. You the have a car. And you have no yeah, note. Car yeah, you, you have, have no, no fucking so, car note. We're going to ride that thing to the The joke's on you, off. boo, with Literally. your new cars and your notes. We ain't got that. Well, yeah. I do, but you know. It's okay. I ain't got it's right. You Woo-hoo. just popped right back into it. Okay, <laughs> I did, whatever. I did. <laughs> Let's pour this shit up and pour this shit See, out. See, now I join in and go. Pour it up, pour it out. I'm going to go first. Raise my hand. Go, girl. School's in session. It's all appropriate, right? That was really right? studious okay. of me. 
I was say of you, but it, not clearly. So I would like to pour out to. I was about to give his whole government name. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it out, pour it out to Mr. Holland because Kyle, Kyle. Two men I know. When yeah. I'm mad, I'm mad. <laughs> oh. oh. It's, for real, when I'm mad, his name turns into Anthony. You know, middle names. You gotta be like, Anthony, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Carson turns Nasir and Kyrie turns Alexander. Yeah, middle names. names. Um, what we're not gonna do is when I finally go out, because I don't go out, is ask me what time I'm gonna be home. Oh, hell no! Because my, my next answer is gonna Ooh. be never, nigga. Never, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Double in. Double in. When you come home, Double in. <laughs> Double in, but you yeah. can't pull that with me. But I can, because I don't go out. And you don't, I, and yeah, I always be back so early because I can't hang. <laughs> I can't hang for shit. We went on a date the other day. We was back in by like nine thirty. Like, like I can't yeah, hang. Please. So what do you think? What kind of mischief? What did, what did Kid Fury say? He was out playing Pokemon. What you? He's what is he gonna do? Get attacked by Pokemon? <laughs> what, what, yeah, like what am I doing playing Candy Craze? I beg Cookie of craze, you, because that's all I do. Please, like, yo, yo, that's how I felt when Mel was like, "Well, when." Don't put I a time do. limit on our thing. Yeah, he's, look, he hits me today no right before the podcast. I go, uh, what time you think I'll be home? I said, I, I don't know. He was like, uh, you going to be by 9 15? For what? I got Because it's, is it football Thursday? Is no, it fantasy? He has to go oh, to we game, are different. He has to go to GameStop. For a game. Victor, what comes oh, out? You better GameStop. pack them kids up and go. Victor, no. Because Victor wants us to Victor wrap, wrap, wrap this shit up. <laughs> what come out? Games? What is, what is it? What is it? Is it 2K? Victor, you ain't even start start our stopwatch. You ain't. You See, must not be trying you to get your two K. You don't want your two K. <laughs> Shit. Better ask Bay from last week to go pick it up for Ooh. you. Get your own shots. Make your own sound effects. Thank you. He's gonna buzz us just for that. He was. He is. And He's I, gonna and buzz and us then, all. And then we both we all got quiet real quick. So like, he definitely gave us a space to insert the buzz. Um, so that is my pour out because what we're not gonna do, especially when I'm a homebody, is yeah. keep yeah. And, like I'm. I, trust I've you seen see. some things okay I could be out here okay <laughs> but I'm in the house playing my little cookie craze watching America Says Do y'all watch that show on, G- heard, on GSN it's no. pretty great but I watch GSN my point GSN. exactly <laughs> game show I know network. game show network I do know that it's only two game shows they show Family Feud and America <laughs> Says Son, what? that's all is I do is this what your life has come to it is y'all Okay, yeah, no. Please don't, oh, Kyle, I literally, if you're out there. Yeah, Kyle, don't don't ask her where she's going to be home. She Thank don't get you. out very often. Ask. Don't. Let's not. Okay, look. And if you need to go to GameStop, just pack your kitties up and go ahead. Right. Why the fuck can't they, the boys go with them? Why would he do a thing like that? If he wants the game bad enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. That, no, that's the logical. Now, that was yeah. silver lining over there. That was the logical <laughs> thing to do. But that's not what he's going to do. So I'm going wow. to pour it out. Pour it out. Thank you. Can he Instacart it or something? I don't know. I know, right? Short. He's Options not gonna get that tonight. Here. Hello, you can't have the get. You can't have the season starting and GameStop. You're asking way yes, too much. Football season is. Is it here? Is it football season? Yeah, it's here. here. It, started it started today. Today, right now, Sunday. Whenever. As we talking these mics. Yeah. Shit. Victor got his little screen up. <laughs> you, you're about to, aren't you? <laughs> what you not gonna do? What you not about to do is mess right. up our sound quality. Okay, who's next? Um, um uh, you know, I'm, I'll pour it up. I guess. Lucky um, you. I'm, I'm trying the whole Oreo thing. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to pour it up. Um, the cast saga is almost over. 
Arya got her pins taken out today. Oh, oh yay. yes. Because oh, yes. it's poured up. Yes, yeah, so it's poured up. She got her cast cut off. She got x-rays done. Everything looks the way it should look. For those of you who haven't tuned in, Arya broke her arm early part of August. Pretty serious fracture. It was hell in that cast, though. She had a cast. Mm. Hot pink. She loved it. Anyway, it got taken off today. Arm is healing properly. She had two pins in her arm, mm. y'all. When I tell y'all that these pins were probably about three inches Ooh. and then there was like a hook piece sticking out of the Come arm, there were yo. two pins in her arm. And like, because it only takes mm. about like five minutes to take the, not five minutes, five seconds Eek. to take the pins out. They don't numb you. They can't put you under anesthetic. <gasps> so it's just kind of like they had to talk to her and just be like, hey, so look. How many? It was two. Why so did they like, do that to kids? When Kyrie got staples, they didn't numb him. Yeah, like they were like, quick. because it's so quick. Yeah, they don't want to like give them any extra anesthetics or anything like that. So it was just like, okay, we're going to take these pins out. It, we're going to be as gentle as possible. Some people say it hurts. Some people say it doesn't. I don't know how you're going to react, but this is what we're about to do. So, like, she instantly kid. started crying. What did you guarantee her when she was done? Robux. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what I'm saying. that's the only way this works. How many Robux Come do you on. want? Tell mommy how much and how many do you need? <laughs> yeah. So, we, you know, we were, we were trying to distract her and make her laugh and stuff. And then, um, Whenever she got distracted, he would kind of like twist the pin a little bit. Mm. And then like when she would really get distracted, he like pulled the first one out. Okay. And then she was like, oh, and then like started crying again. I was like, oh, Jesus. Ugh. And then he did the second one kind of the same way. But then like right after she, there were no more tears, no oh. crying, no nothing. Oh. She was like, I was okay, like, God go. damn it, man, just do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So right, like, right. Just go, 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 go. Yeah. She was good. So for me, when I was younger, like doctor's office scared the shit out of me like i was the one that was screaming up and down the halls when they had to give me like a little shot or a prick and they'd be like they would see me coming they'd be like and erica you know we're the, not messing with you today yeah. erica. <laughs> you know we the were, fucked they, up part they were talking about her ass shit. yeah <laughs> they were talking about her ass before she came yeah, they, they wanted them patients they would, they would oh, look at the, fuck look at the erica's, oh, erica's coming in today <laughs> shit <laughs> sheila your turn <laughs> get her a little ass yeah. shit so I'm going to pour it up because she pour did very well and yeah. she's not following in my scary ass footsteps. <laughs> so I'm going to pour it up to Arya for being the strong little girl that she is. For getting we got to give her a, a whole sound effect, though, because yeah. like, that's something lie. he'll figure it out. And this is your dead sound. <laughs> it's time to, to do like, it. Look with the, <laughs> hands are there. Okay. In there you hands. Yep. My okay. life is in your, your hands. hands. Off now. I was off my gospel this morning. Okay. As you go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna pour it up, up pour it out. I know. Well, I did have a pour it out. Pour it up to your titties. My titties. Or look at fly this weekend. Yeah, titties hang low, but they're not hanging as low as they could. So I'm gonna pour it the fuck up. You had hair, thank you, makeup, and dress. Yes, thank you. you did. I okay. gave you five show out this weekend. Bitch, I was in your DM like a nigga. definitely not happening julian and i went to a wedding guys i'm going to sit my ass down this fall don't ask me to do shit when like october uh, after the live podcast i'm sitting the fuck down, down, do down. You? I'm, I'm sitting down this is absolutely we don't believe you you need more you need, people i need more people um why the fuck you lying why you always lying i just don't know how this happened and i don't know if this life is for this is what you <laughs> like for talk this is what happens when you walk through the student union at school and you kept talking to everybody what did i do what? You, you made too many friends in your life I, this is not to blame on friends this, this is your mouth yes, you, you always talk to too many people because you have lots of friends i feel like i i well okay yes 
Yeah, sure. But these are these are good people. I didn't say they weren't. We didn't say they weren't. Oh, okay. What we're saying is you you asked the question, how did I get here? And I said, because you yeah. talked to everybody. Okay, well, you know. I'm the grateful. person with the head Positive down with the book problems. bag. They don't, have, they don't spend this kind of coin. Positive <laughs> problems. Positive people that yes. wear the damn uh, 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 pajamas at 3 p.m. classes. And people with their trench coats, they don't fucking go through this shit. We sis. don't go through this type oh, of shit. That's Gosh. going way left, sis. That's going way left. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this weekend we had a nice getaway um, away I from the kids. Get away. Um, and I went to a wedding. I'm and yeah, I'm going to, okay, pour it up to my look. Away. One of the dresses, and this is an exclusive. This is a BXB exclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell the designer from sis. fucking Amazon. Emmy, no, seriously, y'all. The black y'all gown. have to see this dress. What's well, from Amazon? Just put it in the stories. We'll sis. put it in the right stories. We're dropping we'll drop in the stories. Um, and I was so nervous because, of course, it was a Chinese uh, vendor, whatever, whatever. Um, I'm like, the reviews were few and far between. It was probably like ten people that fucking reviewed. So I'm like, oh hell. I'm not saying you take it back with Amazon. That's a good thing. Yeah, but I didn't prepare in advance, so I was like, "Fuck, prime dress." I remember you showing me um, your gown from like your Christmas photos. Yeah, like fuck it, I'm going to Amazon and found that gown. Um, Titties were sitting all the way out, (laughs) but I think the length of the gown. Good. Anybody (laughs) else wants more? Just think it saved me, guys. We have Mr. Nasty Time again this week. Um, no, I'm good, thank you. I guess I'm on, I guess I'm on, I guess I'm on my Erica this week. Yes, I am hot as hell the already. Again. I'm sweating the like shit. Um, pour it up, everybody. Pour it up. Pour it up. Pour it up. I'm glad you two have successful weeks. Cheers. Cheers to you, bitches. We're here and alive. As I drink. So, ladies, guess what we have today? We have a special guest. Y'all real cute. We have a special guest. Who? Who is it? Who Who would be? Who would be? So, guys, today we have Mercedes MJ Javid. Mercedes Javid is a TV personality, body positive fashionista, and entrepreneur. MJ is also a fan favorite and main cast member on Bravo TV's second highest rated show, Shots of Sunset. Yes. In addition to all these accolades, Mercedes is also a first time mommy. Yay. MJ gave birth this year to a baby boy via IVF with her husband, Tommy Fight. And today she is here with us to dish on all things motherhood. So let's welcome Mercedes MJ Javid. MJ. Hi. What's going on? (laughs) Hey, girly. So happy to be with you guys. It gives me a a good excuse to drink some Bellinis. Woo! Drink it too. Babies. Yes, oh my God. guys when mj got on the phone with us she was like is this the dmv is the dmv <laughs> checking in i'm like oh my god so apparently not apparently but she is from falls church virginia shout out to falls church i'm sure that we have yeah. some we, we, we do some have, listeners. We i know do. we, we have, have some, woodbridge we have virginia, virginia for sure mm-hmm. right um so that's Virginia's for lovers. They'll ca- they'll claim each other. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're so excited to have you today, MJ. We're going to start off with our straight so- shots segment, and this is our take on the this or that um, type of game. So I'm going to propose two different um, options and different types of things that we think are funny in aspects of motherhood, life, all that. That, and then we just want you to choose your option, and we want you to be quick with this like a quick quick do not hesitate okay (laughs) all right so number one breastfed or bottle fred bottle plastic surgery or gym 
Uh, okay, I guess plastic surgery. Yeah, our people. Yeah. <laughs> ready for my life, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, cry it out or coddling. Oh, the first one. Sorry, I'm cry trying to go out. fast. I'm trying to go fast. I'm trying to go fast. Okay, go ahead. Wine or hard liquor? Wine. Cook in or dine out? Dine out. Nanny or grandma? Grandma. Baby wearer or stroller pusher? Oh, stroller for sure. <laughs> Mama's boy or daddy's best friend? Oh, can I be both? Just <laughs> <laughs> I will let you pass. Extravagramza, so over the top party, or close friends? Close friends. Stretch marks or lost edges? I mean... Lost edges. I mean, honestly, come on. <laughs> and we're going to just throw in a bonus. We usually do 10. We're going to do 11. We're going to throw in co-sleep or in his crib. Definitely 100% in the crib. Fuck what? That. what? I'm, wow. I'm judging and I'm saying you have to, have to keep the baby in the crib. Teach us your way. No, seriously. <laughs> I have an eight-year-old in my bed. Are you guys are you guys telling me that you're oh shit, I just woke up my baby. Are you saying that I have to support co-sleeping? No. no. We, we want to know your ways. Yes, you have to teach I us wish. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. So personally, this is what happened on the co-sleep, I mean on the crib, is that the first night that we came home from the hospital he slept in his crib he's never slept anywhere except his crib ever wow very good good. about the luck that runs but let me tell you two of my closest friends that have children are still co-sleeping and they're almost at the double digit age do you understand what i'm saying oh hell no oh god yeah yeah the damn line you got to go you understand and and let me tell you both times, I mean, obviously it's the mother's fault. It's not the yeah, dad. Yeah. yeah. And also, in in both cases, the dad's not even there. So, I can't tell you how like gut wrenching <laughs> it is when they say, "Oh, it's just so cuddly and it's just so easy to fall asleep." I'm just like, get a teddy bear, get a man, <laughs> get a man, get a man. <laughs> get a fucking man. Casey's doing well with that. Yeah, I I literally I after six months. I do it where they wake up in their crib. So they fall asleep in the bed with me, and I, I make a conscious effort to be like, get up, Casey, move them yeah. into the crib, and then they wake up in their room. So then they're like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to be here. And the transition is very smooth and very easy. It was like that for both of my sons. That's very good. Start That's early. Yeah. We didn't even have, um, in my master bedroom, we don't even really have room for a bassinet in here. The only thing that's really fit in my bed is, uh, in the bedroom is a bed. So mm. we didn't even have the option of the bassinet next to the bed. Oh my God. Look, wow. Take it. <laughs> yeah. You, kudos to you for you that. You know, I heard about the snoo, like a lot of people use the snoo. Yeah. yeah. We didn't, we didn't even get it. So we don't even have it. So it wasn't an option. Yeah, it's oh a hit or miss goodness. for some babies though. I've heard like back and forth. Like some people are like, oh, I love it. And some people are like, no, it's, it's just sits there now. I think that if you're alone, I think if you're alone, like the moms that don't have any help, I think they really need it. That's, yeah. that's yeah. the positive feedback that I've gotten. So look, did we miss anything? Is there anything in your bio or intro that we sort of missed out on or anything personal that you feel like you want to share with our audience? 
Um, you know, I, I love to talk about everything and I love to talk about anything that like you guys on your mind. I mean, in that, in that, in that, um, fire session, what do you call it again? Mm-hmm. The like straight the, shots. Yeah. The straight shots. So, you know, for me, it's about like the, uh, adapting one of our, one of our, our most like resilient qualities as humans is like, we don't think we can handle this. We don't know what it's going to mm-hmm. be like. And then what do you know? Next thing you know, you're waking up at all hours of the night and you're like making it happen and you have a support system. But like, you know, I think we'll get into more things, but like straight off the bat, I just really go with the flow. Yeah. If you okay. My kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're super interested in hearing about your IVF journey and high risk pregnancy. Um, as well as just sharing, like, what what did, did motherhood look like to you prior to um, becoming a mother? Okay, well, I was raised in a way that I wanted I wanted the husband to be in my life. I wanted the um, the parent, the, the child to have a mom and a dad. I didn't have that growing up. I wanted what I didn't have. Mm. So um, I put kids off until the man was present in my life. Mm. That didn't happen for me until late in the game. So I froze my eggs reluctantly. I didn't like what it cost to freeze eggs. Mm. I hated the process. I was very, very resentful about science and doctors telling me that I have to do something that's going to cost 30, 60, 90 grand Mm. because, um, you know, it's just, it was an insult and it was not something I wanted to, um, except because, you know, the process of IVF is tugging at your bank account. It's tugging at your womanhood. It's tugging at yeah. all of the, you know, it's testing you basically in every which way. So that's where I was. And I was like one of those people who was like, you know what, then maybe kids isn't for me. You know what, mm, maybe I just, mm-hmm. you know, we'll just have to play it by ear and roll the dice. Now, when I hear women talking that way, I get mad at them and I tell them they're a fool. And then I tell them that one day when they think that they don't care, they're going to wake up and they're going to care very much. Mm. So I really, really beg my friends, don't worry about the money, figure it out, buy, steal, I'm sorry, I'm trying to say borrow, steal, whatever you have to do, get (laughs) get eggs on ice and make it happen. Like, so, um, so that's where, you know, I wanted to be a successful self-made person. I didn't want to rely on anyone else. And I did that. And I think that when I grew up with like a lot of serious people around me, I didn't really have an opportunity to be like childish, have fun, you know, be silly and like have a, the youth that I, that I imagined. And with that serious upbringing I think I became a really late bloomer like I didn't laugh enough when I was a kid too many serious things happened to me when I was a kid and I was just found myself in a place where like in my 30s I started to feel probably like how most people might feel in their 20s and now you're saying like so many women are starting to do it so much later now yeah right and let me ask you so what did you move out to you're in California correct What'd you move out to yeah. Cali for? And when Basically, did that happen? Basically, my dad, yeah, my dad said, let's pick up and go. Half our family was already out here and he had some opportunities for business and we just moved. And I, he, he just said to me, cause you guys know, like 
I went to George Mason Junior Senior High okay. School. Mm-hmm. It's on Route 7 um, before Tyson's Corner. Yep. So anyway, yep. when he just said, do you want to move to California? And I was like, okay. I Sure, <laughs> why not? Right. And then when I moved out here, it made it even more difficult because it made me want to pursue adapting to this new place right. and finding my new home. And that was really hard. It took a very long time. I ate a lot of lunches alone in school. I spent Whoa. many, many weekends. Oh, for sure. Yeah, your personality doesn't weekends. strike me as that. I know. I mean, <laughs> it's the truth. It's exactly what happened. No one I go to lunch with. No one to go out with on the weekends. I just didn't have any friends yet. I was brand new to this place. And everyone had already known each other since they were kids. So everybody already had their crew. You, can laugh, at, you can laugh at them now. Tell them to turn on the Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very true. Ah. Very true. And what, was it a different lifestyle as well for you? Like just, you know, I don't know, was it Southern California as well? Yeah, you know, I had all my friends back east and then I started brand new. And I um, I noticed a lot of people were taking drugs. They had drinks. They were oh in rehab. God. They were out of re- There was a lot of money. People were buying like used jeans for $200. Oh, this is the 90s. Gosh. The Whoa. 90s. Oh, I love the 90s. <laughs> totally. Yeah, Whoa. there's a store that's still out here that it's like you buy a pair of used Levi's with stains on the back pocket and you pay like, you know, $250 for them. And I was like, nope, I come from like Woolworth and yeah, yeah, yeah. like just regular, regular. Do you guys, I don't know if you remember, but before Kmart, there was a store called theirs so like you know like woodward and lothrop like i come from like working class like yeah this is where we don't we're not like that but yeah of so course. never heard of that not. but <laughs> you know caldor you remember caldor fashion bug no i don't I, maybe it, it's been you know i've been here since the 90s so <laughs> okay well no we're not there but so let me ask you this what things do you think in that lifestyle now that you are i mean you are almost, you're who's who. You are yeah. a part of a, a, a huge st- show, reality TV show. And how do you think that that's going to impact your daughter? Do you um, find son, that you, up oh, son, Jesus. Do you find that She's you're going drinking. to, yeah. I've been drinking, yeah, Mr. <laughs> Nasty Time, let's blame it on Mr. Nasty Time. Do you think that you're going to, um, this will impact just having the insight on your childhood? Um, and then, of course, you know, you moving to the West Coast and seeing a whole nother, um lifestyle you know how do you think that you're going to i guess keep your your um, son grounded um and then what aspects do you think that it's a positive that he you know is exposed to this you know the lifestyle i really honestly i don't think i'm going to be doing reality tv until he's old enough to know i think that i'm going to be shifting into more of a public figure voice, which is what I do when I'm talking to ladies like you, when I'm not doing, yeah, you know, like when I'm not doing the show, which is very entertaining. And of course I'm my husband, my mother, me, my best friend, we began, we started this show. Our openness is the reason why it's still on the air. Exactly. And yeah, like I, I never felt embarrassed about my life, my choices. Even if I did something wrong, I never made, I never felt embarrassed about making mistakes on camera. 
I just thought there was somebody at home who's relating really hard to what I'm going through. I lost my father. I got married. I went through IVF. Like the very, very first time that I needed to even check to see what my AMH levels are, to see if I'm even fertile, there was cameras on me. Mm. I did not go in advance to check and make sure first that, oh, let me make sure I still Mm -hmm. have some eggs and then let the doctor tell me for the second time. No, everything was on camera, like raw, because... Whatever happened when I did grow up in Falls Church, Virginia, stuck with me really, really strong. I love that. And what I learned from them was, like, no shame. There was no competitiveness. There was no real backstabbing. Like, everyone had their own lane, and everyone was thriving in it. No one needed to, like, there was plenty to go around. No one needed to be somebody else. So when it came to the show, it was a real natural calling because I was already like who I was. I didn't need to change to do the show and if I transition out of this show I'm also not going to need to change so my focus is just going to be me being me whether there's a camera there or not how I'm going to be with my son is not going to be impacted by a camera either okay and that's and I want to I want to thank you for that because I think that there's always and I tell people that because on my social I do I am an influencer and I think that there's healing and transparency and a lot of people ask me that well why do you share that or why what you know what's your purpose behind sharing that or I'm I would never and I'm like yeah but there's healing there's there's so much healing behind that and sometimes a lot of times your testimony is for other people as well you know so kudos to you on that um I know let me tell you something about that and I don't want to cut y'all no you're fine let me tell you, when I watched Selma Hayek on Oprah Winfrey, she had her baby, Valentina, at the age of 43. Mm. And I thought, and I don't know, I'm, I'm not saying how anyone got pregnant. I don't know about it. I'm just saying I realized that at that moment, it was sending a false message to younger women mm. or even women of that age that they can wait until they're 43 45 whatever it is like Bridget you did the same you, thing she did the same thing she had yeah. a baby at 53 or 54 crazy right 58 Bridget did you say Bridget yeah, you say? yeah yep yeah so if if you're not being transparent mm-hmm. then you, in my opinion that I'm fall I'm I'm contributing to that false narrative where I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, I got pregnant. Oh, yeah, how? Oh yeah, on my honeymoon, yeah, I just got pregnant by natural. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was just so nice outside. Like, it's not. I have the balls to tell you the real truth. So why do I need to be pretending like I got pregnant naturally when that's not it? Because I would rather women look at me and say, good for her. I'll be inspired to do that. But also don't wait until you're my age to do it because mm. your clock is different. Wow. So I have a question. So speaking of being in the spotlight, so I remember on the reunion, because, you know, I I love the show. (laughs) I got got excited. Um, So I remember your mom, I'm going to call Miss Vita. She said that um, she'll see if you was going to be a good mom. She kept saying that. She's like, we'll see if she's going to be a good mom. So what is her thoughts now about you being a mom while you're now that you're in the thick of everything? No, I think that she sees that I'm... um, 100% 100% dedicated. Uh, Tommy and I don't have any outside help yet. Okay. So, um, mm, hence wow. the nanny uh, or grandma. Yeah, we've we've not gotten to that stage yet. He's four and a half months old, and I think that um, you know we've also designed our lives to work from home, which is also a huge blessing. Yeah. Yes, but it is. Um, what's funny about my mom is that 
she definitely tried to talk me out of getting married. She tried to talk me out of having kids. I think she put all of her own fears in her life on me. I think the only thing that she saw was, you want to get married? Why? You're going to end up divorced. You want to have a kid? Mm. What? They're going to end up getting passed back and forth. Mm. And that she was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Why do you want to complicate your life? I was like, how are you telling me these things? So I did that despite that. Nowadays, she'll be like, what are you up to? And I'll be like, Mom, what do you think I'm doing? I'm laughing. I'm like, I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Exactly. Were those some of her experiences? Say again? Were those some of her experiences that she's projecting on you? Yes. Ah, yes. got you. It was exactly her experience. Yeah. She, um, she, she didn't stay. She left. And she moved into Oakwood Apartments, adults only. At the time, I wasn't even allowed to visit her. Ooh, wow. And she did not. Yeah, I was like, you know, you could have lived anywhere, but like, look at her choice. And so that was really hard for me also to sort of see how, um, like, my own flesh and blood, my own mother is choosing to really separate herself from us. Mm-hmm from, you know, being able to have like a close relationship. She moved out of the house. She wanted my dad to keep me, which he did. And mm. I'm so, so glad you guys yeah, are she... better now. Oh yeah. Now, now I know where to get sick. When I get cigarettes, I, I know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> an adult only apartment. <laughs> adult, now, adult only now apartment now is where you will go. Yeah. Mommy's going to go get cigarettes. I know exactly where I'm going to go. Disclaimer guys. Casey Renee does not smoke cigarettes. <laughs> She just she says that say. when she's going to leave her home and never come back. Because in in, So being that you were, it sounds like you were kind of with your dad primarily. Did your dad have any like traditions or you know any type of staple things that he did with you guys? And if he did, yes. are there any things that you want to carry over into your own family life? Of course, I a hundred percent remember my father talking to me like I was an equal from Mm. as young as I can remember communicating. So he was always saying that he said he reasoned with me. Um, He said, remember, the only thing I can give you is what I know. I can't give you anything more. I can't give you anything different. I can only, he always sort of like prefaced his advice with, his own experience so I'm I'm doing my best he would say to me I'm giving you my best from what I've seen from what I've lived from what I know so talking to me like I'm like I was you know calmly logically reasonably that's of course how I'm going to talk to my kid you know I'm not going to yell I'm not going to talk at him Uh, Mm -hmm. of course if I was a really bad kid if I was you know defiant if I was problematic then Maybe he would have to change the, his approach. I don't know, and I right. don't know what my kids can be like. Right. But for me, he just he he basically reasoned with me, so he never took away my power. And I think when a lot of people are like, "How come you have so much self confidence?" I was like, "Maybe it's because my dad let me make a choice." Mm. He would say, "Do you want this or do you want this?" And so when children have a sense of power from a very young age, I learned in college that like they can they can tell. You know, and yeah. you can you can empower them with 
that feeling that they have a choice. Do you ever feel like you were too empowered? <laughs> like, were you a, were you spoiled? Did you ever talk back to your dad? I mean, we all sort of talk back to our parents, especially high school. But um, do you find that there were maybe some things that um, some drawbacks? Some, some drawbacks to that? Yeah, some drawbacks to that a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Definitely, any man that I've you know, dated my husband, he'll definitely, any man that I've dated will tell you I was a little overindulged with not having to compromise, Mm. not having to see both sides, not having to have a tremendous amount of compassion for somebody else. You sound like a Libra. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Mm. you know, I, I try to work on that. When I, when I met my husband, I felt like, oh wait, this is a guy that I don't want to screw him over. I do care about his feelings. Like I was done with that phase in my life. With my husband just laughed at me because he overheard what he I said. said. <laughs> like, he, said he said, "Keep lying to them over there. Head, keep the lines right? flowing <laughs> and the drinks going." <laughs> he, he, no, but like before him, I would treat men poorly. But when I met him, and I was like, "No, I actually care about this person," and so even if it wasn't perfect, I still did way better than with other people. And then when you meet someone that you actually care about their feelings and you don't want to hurt them and you're a lot, a lot more aware of how you are being, I heard that if you want to get to know what a man is like, then give birth to one. And then you're going to like learn how to connect and see how they think, how they're wired. So, wow. So let me ask you a question. I had to give birth to the him. Um, <laughs> do you have any like relationship? So did anything in the relationship change since you had the baby? Like, well, do you any- feel like you guys are close? So look, we can do physical. We can do mental. We can just do like how you guys are dating. But has anything like drastically changed for you guys? Yeah. A lot of things have changed. I mean, you know, we're afraid because it's our first baby. We're afraid to leave him at alone overnight so one of us is sleeping in the nursery there's a bed that we put in the nursery next to the crib so now we only get to sleep next to each other like when we make time to do that and then um my body healing from the c-section is something i have to come to terms with um i like i when when you guys asked me about the pump or bottle or, I mean, breastfeeding your bottle. Like, mm-hmm. I pumped. I tried so hard to breastfeed. I could only manage to do a little bit for the first six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have a choice um, when I had to implement formula. Mm-hmm. But, like, my, you know, just the whole, like, everything that happened to my body, to your body, to everyone's body, it's, it is, it's hard, you know, because yeah. I used to walk around naked. I didn't right. care. Now I'm kind of like, what is he? I, my, my silently in my mind, I'm wondering what my husband thinks of me now if he sees me naked. If right. You can get like, you a really stylish Cause that's what I do. I love a good muumu. <laughs> MJ, please don't get a muumu. Please don't listen to her. He'll Casey tell is me the that, muumu he'll tell me that he loves the way that looks, but I also want to know what he's thinking when the moon comes off. (laughs) Is it good? Is it nice? Is it okay? You know, it's like when he started to get fat, when he started to get bald, like, do I still see him the same way? Like, yeah, you know, I do. 
But I don't know if the man yeah. is like l- looking past that or right, if he right. can't see past that. I think I think a lot of guys they're probably like you. You look beautiful. Like you just sacrificed your whole body yeah. for me, for yeah. my mm-hmm. child, for the seat. You know. So I think I didn't pull we. <laughs> I know, right? So we <laughs> are our own. We are hopefully, our own worst critics. <laughs> so I'm sure he yeah. still believes that you are beautiful inside and out, and probably even more beautiful because of what you went through with the birth. Hey. Yeah, because I don't know about TV editing, but he would look at she would give you some good looks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't think. Now, I don't think every man thinks the same way. I think that some of them are one way. Yeah, they're going to start looking at the tight, taut bodies, and the other ones are going to be like what you said, the the hopeful one. Yeah. yeah. Um, after six years, they all sag anyway. Of- Listen, after two years, though, then then that's probably when they're like, okay, what's up? Like, what <laughs> <laughs> it's not baby weight period. anymore. It's not baby weight. It's just weight, baby. Now, it's just weight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there has to be some kind of like you and you. You're in the know. You're in this crowd. The celebrity secrets to like snapping back. What the hell is up with that? There's a whole trend in snapping back. What is, are there? Some like I've heard of. Um, well, you can always see the belly button, honey. You know, you can uh, always see that belly button look. You know, when it starts to look like some weird ass, it doesn't yeah. even look like a navel anymore. It looks like a slit. And they always show it off right after they got the tummy tuck. They always show off their stomach. And that's when they're, it looks like a, what does it look like, you guys? It looks kind of oh, like. we've seen it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we are, we are, weird, yeah. right? It looks so, weird. It's, so, it's not a belly button. And, and by the way, my, my body is already recovering because like at first, you know, you're still numb for a long time. Mm. Um, little by little, like things are starting to calm down. And um, I know, I mean, I know that, you know, people start to do things sooner than later. Um, what when, when are the, you allowed to get a tummy tuck I mean whenever you want you can I think that it's stupid <laughs> I think it's stupid to to jump into anything yeah. if you know if you want to if you want to the, the first answer to that question is depending on if you want to breastfeed or not right right that's very true mm. so you're just like so, so well some people are so dead set on snapping back that you'll sacrifice that opportunity to breastfeed. Yeah. Okay. I think that's insecure. <laughs> I think that's insecure people. Okay. They can come for me. I don't care. Yeah, okay. They're gonna be coming for all people. of us. <laughs> right. Right. They can't. But I mean, I don't wanna lose I, I in the first three months I didn't wanna focus on losing weight. I wanted to focus Very on good. the baby. I was in the mood to do what I was going to do. And I was not really being health conscious after that. I heard, I reached like the three month mark and I was like, okay, I'm ready now. Okay. No. There you go. There yeah. You go. Yeah. Seriously. I, I, I mean, I'm totally there. I agree. Um, now also, I know that we, we touched on your marriage um, relationship, but what about any friendships um, for us? And this is something that Erica and I, we've shared over and over on our podcast that we were young moms. So, we, you know, in turn, we were on the opposite spectrum of it. I mean, we weren't 16 and pregnant, no shade. Anybody was 16 and pregnant, but we were 23 year old straight out of college. Um and so we didn't have friends on the same, you know, playing field, I guess, with us, our same experiences, life experiences, you know, and, and um, 
mindset where we were, you know, where we had to be because we were young moms. Um, and that impacted a lot of our friendships. So, I mean, have you seen any, yeah. you know, friendship changes or tension or even maybe growth um, after having baby? You know, I, this is such a great question. I'm going to tell you the reason why I think it's a great question because for you guys, first of all, I think that's really hard because oh. you know that you don't want to, you don't want to need to have FOMO when right. you're and you're doing right. But like, if you where like water seeps its own level, so as soon as you have mm. something like friendships, people should, in my opinion, people should uh, be seeking out friendships with people that they relate and connect with. So. Sometimes, you know, that can be, you know, someone 10 times your age that you have nothing in common on paper, but you have a bond. But when you have kids and you know that you also want to talk to other moms that have kids that are you're going through the same thing, then it's okay to seek those out, too, because, I mean, I wouldn't be mature enough to go through what you guys went through in my early 20s. I was just such a child. So I definitely want to acknowledge and commend you for that because that's huge, 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 huge. Um, but now it's like, yeah, the, the moms, my mom friends are like, okay, girl, you see what I'm talking about now? And I'm like, yep. And then my <laughs> friend, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. And then one of my friends was like, you see how you didn't come to my baby shower? How important oh, that is? And, miss it. Oh, and I was wow. like, yeah, I seriously like laying down the guilt trip. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it now. I'm sorry. I didn't relate to what you were going through at the time, but, um, but I can be there for you now. But it's like the, the important thing is that I see friendships as if you're really, really there for somebody that you see someone as a friend for life, then you're going to be there to support them. It doesn't matter if you're in the mood or if you relate yeah. to them, or if it's convenient, you're there because yeah. you want to be their friend. Yeah, your circle gets smaller and, as as these seasons go and things happen. Your circle always gets smaller, and it's just like, this is a test, this is a test. Motherhood's a test. Marriage yeah. is a test. Things become tests, and then you're like, oh, okay, and then you end with three or four, and you're like, all right, this is it. <laughs> no, but it's a good thing. Right. Like, it's a strong four or whatever, yeah. you know, that you can always call for anything. And then you probably see that things go a little bit deeper beyond, you know, a good night out or, you know, fun time in the club and drinks. Like, yeah, somebody will call yeah. me and be like, do you see American sa- America says she should have won that one? I'm like, oh, sis. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah. I think, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to tell people what you need from them. Like if you, like some of my friends think that like I was going to become some completely different person because I had a baby and they're like, Oh, how come you, you're paying attention to what I'm saying. You have a baby and you're still listening to my problems. I'm like, of course I can. Like, Mm. don't be, you know, silly. Mm. or like someone else who thought I was just going to be like a hot mess. I'm like, listen, we all have our moments, you know, of course, like you were saying, I'm not going to value the club. I'm not going right, to value yeah, yeah. the hangover. Like no. I'm glad that I don't. <laughs> you can't even give you know, that baby I'm, milk with the hangover. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So, like, you want to hope that you're changing and evolving as your life goes year to year. You don't want to want the right. same things year after year. Right. So right. I'm I'm glad that I'm not in the same place that I was two, five, six, seven years ago. 
I love yeah. it. Yes. And then on the ugly side of it, on the on the not so you know, not to glamorize anything, but like sometimes you do wake up in the morning and you're like, interesting how you do have to notice that you don't want the same things as other people. Mm. And you have to like accept that it might hurt. It might be a little uncomfortable. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested in doing a B or C, but um, they're still in it. And it's like, okay, well then, you know, break off a little bit. I I mean, I I definitely agree with that. Um, And and I was thinking about you, um, you not going to your friend's baby shower and, you know, how important that was to her and you not really seeing, you know, the importance at that age or, you know, of course not being in the same space that she's in. Are you eating any of your words? So we always talk about um, never say never. <laughs> yeah, um, never have I ever <laughs> in the mom edition of that and stuff that we are totally eating our words for. Are there any things that or misconceptions that you did have prior to motherhood that you're now looking back like, oh shit, like I definitely should have been a little bit more compassionate <laughs> to my friends should have been there or and or you just find yourself like, yes. fuck it, I'm just going all in, I'm just trying <laughs> or, to survive. Oh, fuck it. I ain't even gonna tell them because I don't even want them to tell me. <laughs> that I no. No, ma'am. I 100% will eat crow. I will say there are things that I, that I think that I, 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 I see now more clearly about before I lived with a man, before I married mm. a man, before I had a baby, every phase of life we glamorize, we think like things are going to be a certain way. And then here we are. It's like, did I ever think that I was going to go a week or two without having sex? It's like, what are you crazy? <laughs> no, <'cause... laughs> I like, no, days. never. <laughs> right. I will never Look. be that woman who never has sex with her husband. Right. The baby Nothing. is asleep. I Just mean... come on. <laughs> Rushing my husband through yeah. sex. Oh my gosh. Who, me? No way. No, never. <laughs> never. Just put it in real quick. Hurry up. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm so down to talk about these things because I think that, again, everyone else thinks it's taboo. Everyone yeah. else thinks everything needs to be showing perfect. I'm like, I'm good. I can talk to you about what hurts, the ugly truth, what isn't fun. And it's because guess what? If I'm going through it, you don't think I know 20 other people are in the same room I'm standing in or going through it. Come on. Right. Yeah. So speaking of transparency, have you and your husband talked about the birth experience that you guys had or that you had? You had a really traumatic experience, almost a near-death experience. Have you guys sat down and talked about that yet? Um, Well, he has cried a lot. Mm. It's a form of therapy. And I sat there like a stone and I was like, yeah, that sounds really bad. But I feel really bad for you. That's terrible. And so I thought about it and I was like, what's wrong with me? I'm not, you know, mm. again, it's like a, a lack of compassion. There's no presence of like, how am I this man that I care about more than anything else? You know, as much as, you know, my family, my parents, my baby. And like he did when I was in the room awake before they medicated me, they were like, okay, MJ, it looks like we're going to have to come back another time and take out the rest of your placenta. Mm, and I was what? like, mm. at the time, I was like, another incision? Because I keloid from like a paper cut. So oh, I can't have oh, you come no. back Jesus. in for another incision. And then the doctor came like half an hour later. 
as everything escalated, escalated, he was like, if we don't take out your uterus, then it's just not going to be good. Oh. He's like, you want to you live? So you had, a, like, you had a hysterectomy? Yeah, I do. They're like, okay, oh, we're going to have to take it out. And then after that, the anesthesiologist was standing right on top, right over my head. There was six other doctors and they were, at, you could see how it's getting more serious and everything. Everyone's tone is changing. They turned off the music, boom, 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 boom. And then he looks at me and he goes, do you want to go to sleep? And I looked at him and I knew he was the only person I had left in the world to communicate with in this moment. Yeah. And I shrugged my shoulders. I was like, I don't know, bro, your call. And he's like, put her, put her down. Yeah. That's wow. trust. Wow. Yeah. Then four and a half hours, everyone said to Tommy, they go, he goes, how's she doing? What is she doing? Like, cause the, he saw the C-section. It was 10 minutes flat. It only took 10 minutes for them to do, to bring the baby into the world. And then for four and a half hours, he's like, how is she? What's going on? What's going on? They just said to him, um, someone will come out and talk to you. Oh, oh no. Hell no. You think the worst yeah. of those words. Yes. Yeah. So he was planning to move back to Queens, raise <gasps> the baby with his, you know, family it's, out there. And you think it, it's been a little bit more difficult or you think that you're may, maybe not emotionally or you're emotionally disconnected because you were – you know, asleep. asleep, right? An anesthesia, not really, you yeah. know, taking it all in, really, like, or even numbing yourself from the whole thing because this just wasn't, you know, the probably the birth that you almost expected. I mean, what do you think yeah. that that's sort of? Are you on? How how are you unpacking that? I'm not. I'm not. I don't have the tools oh, to unpack it. I'm I'm numb to it. I have no idea. I just well, I'm here now. I swear to God, I wish I could tap into it. I would, I mean, don't you want to learn how to be there for your husband? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm so disconnected. I tried to understand and I just, I just said, sounds like a crazy story. What? That's how, that's how effed up. Yeah. So that's how I, 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 I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I just didn't have any other way. I was like, okay, well, now we have this baby to focus on, so right. let's be strong yeah. for him, and you let's be right positive. Into mode. So when you see girl. the pictures, there's nothing. When you see the picture with all the tubes and the wires, there's nothing. Uh, sounds like a really shitty thing for him to have gone through. And, yeah, I'm really sorry that you had to go through that. Wow, I'm, that's that's as deep as like I don't. I'm not proud. I think of this, because your maternal you know, instincts probably turned on, and you were like, even though this happened to me, we have a bigger yeah. thing to yeah. attend to right now. Now we're now we're parents and switch gears. And or I think that you're, you and I'm gonna speak. I'm I'm just gonna jump in there too, MJ, because yeah. So my mother passed away. Not only was I this 23 year old, you know, recent graduate, unmarried, unwed. I am married to my my then you know baby father. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer we did end up getting married however but again um my mother passed away six months um after delivering my daughter um and i think i you know subconsciously tried to you know suppress some things and just go on i was in my master's program at howard university and i was doing well and i graduated and i got my job and making good money and 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 bought my first home and things just like came 
crashing down and I'm not speaking that over you at all. And I know that in Hollywood, I feel like you all, and if anything, were are like open with like therapy and whatever modes of, you know, treatment for, you know, mental health. Um, but girl, please, I need you to tap into that. Okay. Please, please, please. Like I need you. And I'm sure yeah. do you, do you go to therapy at all? We did. We went um, oh, four times good. during this time. No, it didn't. I need. I need to talk to somebody else. To Girl, be quite frank, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna tell you this too. Just, I had to shop yeah. around a bit on therapists because my, yeah. my first two, I was like, this is not the the feeling, the warm, not even warm and fuzzies, but you know when it's right and you need that established rapport. And if it's not there, girl, shop around. Like, <laughs> I even think. I even think that I'm hearing that people Skype. So if you mm-hmm. find a good doctor that's in D.C., I could Skype session with your doctor. I don't have to be a drive away right. because I trust and believe I don't want to go through life numb. Yeah. My it's disturbing to me. It's it's you're 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 jipping yourself out of the full experience. If you you know, you want to be the most connected. You don't want to sit there and right. be like, oh, yeah, no. You kind of yeah, remind so. me of me a little bit because the K Alex and Eric, they'd be like, you just let stuff roll off your back. You don't even care. And I'd be like, oh, uh, well, next thing. On to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. Like I, That's how I am. I'm just like, okay, next yeah. thing, next thing, next thing. Like, I'm just so, what's next? Gonna, then I don't even gonna, process. Yeah, not to say, but it could, it could blow up. And yeah. that's so, yeah. like, for so me. So for you, Casey, Renee, did you have, like, the baby blues? Like, not even about anything specific, but did you have baby blues? Like, weepy moments and stuff like that where you just cried after you had the baby? No. And well, that's crazy. Had, the you, only thing I was upset was, of is that Kyle got to hold the baby for hours because I couldn't after I had Carson. She had a C-section. So, as yeah, well. I had a C-section and I was just too cold. I was anemic. I couldn't, I couldn't hold Kyrie. I mean Carson, and Kyle got to hold Carson for about two, three hours, and I was just I kept shaking. So they didn't want to give him to me because they were scared I was going to drop him. Mm. And that kind of was like the first bonding moment was him and not me. So I was a little mad about that. But after that, I was just like, all right, let's get it. We parents now. And I just, yeah. Can I tell you, I completely relate to that. Mm. When my son was born, there was a sheet between me and him. So mm-hmm. they put, pulled him out of his stomach. But then because of what happened and me being in ICU, the baby wasn't allowed in ICU and I wasn't allowed out of ICU. Oof. So I had to wait a day and a half before I could see him. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it, it tri- it's, I, that's a trigger point. Yeah. And then I'm in ICU in this completely different building. And I told them, I was like, I told the nurse, I go, can you let me the fuck up so that I can go to my son? And they, they, she goes like this. She goes, listen, at theaters, we only have two patients per, for ICU. The other one is waiting on a liver. Mm. No joke. She's chilling. So I will, she put me in a wheelchair yeah, she untied my tube, let me. Yeah, she wheeled me all the way over to the nursery, but then he was in the under the lamps for jaundice. Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah. they like they were like, okay, well, you know, doctor's orders. He's got to be under these for like the next forty eight hours nonstop. They took him out for a second because they saw what was going on. I came from ICU and they let me hold him for like thirty minutes, and then that liver transplant donor came and they were like oh sorry the bell started beeping on her beeper mm-hmm. and i went back and that was i was like oh it was in their best interest to let you way. go in there she would have turned yeah. that place out <laughs> somebody's yes. gonna let me go see this baby she <laughs> to the nurse for being down she was a ride or die yes she, she was <laughs> okay 
But I do want to talk to your therapist. You have yeah. to refer me. Yeah, I got talk you. To and let, let's have a Yeah, let's see what happens. I got I you. And, in pro- and knowing, too, again, that your father passed and um, just this experience. Girl, yeah, we're going to have to. We got to unpack. We're going to get them stuff. edges back. We're going to get your edges back. <laughs> 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 you got to unpack some stuff. Yeah, I know. And I, and I, and I, and by the way, you guys, that walk it off mentality is very much a Persian mentality. Like uh... um, and my father and both of my parents and God bless them for that. They were doing their best. They were yeah. like, yeah, you know, just be happy. Don't think about depressing thoughts. My mom always said to me, if depression comes knocking on your door, don't invite it in and offer it a cup of coffee. Just like fight it and I be like happy it. and be strong. Yeah, she was like, you know, it's a very negative pull and it's very strong. Like, it's like quicksand. Don't let it, don't let it take you. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So we're being taught. To I was going to say, right. Forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the African American community as well. And I'm sure curses. generational curses. Conditioning, you know? all of that. Yeah. yeah that's times not, have changed. People got to understand that. I don't get it. I'm it's like, not it's okay. Not but I think that, again, and, and this is no down to our parents, I think, again, they learned it from their parents. Yeah, they did. If, what they but could. we're going to stop it right here. Because yeah. <laughs> we're going to go real deep. That was fun. <laughs> um, we're going to leave this Yeah, we're going to stop. This is where it's going to stop. Because instead of instead of feeling something, they want it to remain strong. Yeah. So it goes basically like, do you want to be that category of ignorance is bliss? Mm. Because that's what they're teaching us. Just like, just smile, put the smile on. Okay, well, if I do that, then I'm not going to feel life. I'm not going to feel pain. I'm not going to feel pain, but I'm not also not going to feel what life really is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, that's contributing to the false narrative. So, so, yeah. so yeah. before we right. before we go, tell us three things that keep you sane in motherhood. So, what even if it's a Bellini girl, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but tell us the three things that keep you sane on this journey that you're going through. Okay, I'm going to tell you Fridays. Which, when I say Fridays, I just mean that day that you put your cute. You know, like your cute kicks on, your cute outfit, yes. and you just like enjoy your, you know, your your moisturizer, your fashion, your lunch, and um, yes. music. Music always, 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 always lifts me up. And for sure, my family. And when I say mm. family, I mean, it could literally, it could be you ladies. It could be connecting to women that are also you know, being inspired. It could be just, you know, my oldest friend, a new friend, because for me, it's really, that's what it comes down to. So, you know, it's a village. Yeah. So I like family. I like Fridays. I like music. And that's, and that sounds like you, you tapping into the MJ prior to baby, you know, I mean, in which, in which we sort of have to, we have to embrace who we are now as moms and embrace this new season. But also I think it's also important to um, just tap in a bit to who MJ was prior to, you know, I I try to do that as K Alex. I'm like, who was K Alex prior to baby? Somebody drinking all the goddamn time. I was was MJ. (laughs) All the Hennessy. MJ girl. MJ, I was on South Beach at 18 years old with the ID <laughs> dancing on the bars. Okay, I, I was out of control, MJ. And I was family feud, Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's the thing. I could still be that girl if I didn't have those bitches like judging me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you could still be her. Yeah. We're never going to bury the old us. Like, we're just Love it. less often. 
I love it. Yes. So MJ, tell us, tell our listeners where they can find you after this episode. So please follow me on Mercedes Javid on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. So all social platforms. I love to, as you hear my baby in the background, I love to share everything that I'm doing on Instagram. I don't care about makeup or glam. It's like not about that. So our person. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that baby. Oh. This is you know you're doing with Mother because everybody instead of like that baby, everybody's like, oh. I know, right? <laughs> like, oh, where's my kid? Let me go hug you my know, child. They're like, yeah. You know, it's that first cry when he's not sure if he's going to go back to sleep yet or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Thank oh. God for the pacifier. Okay. So MJ, we seriously enjoy talking yes. to you today. Like you are our people our for people. sure. Like I'm an MJ we fan. love it. Yes, like I'm we love totally it. An oh MJ my gosh! Fan. And we I'm have gonna to be honest. <laughs> I used to watch Stars of Sunset, and then I like fell off. Oh, but Casey Renee watches, so don't even worry. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, MJ. If you don't come back next season, yeah, I can't guarantee so some well, that I'd watch. Guys, I don't know. <laughs> next season, we'll stay in touch because yeah. a lot of. A lot of bad things happen. Yeah. Well, we're here. Um, We're your people, and you're still standing, and you're fabulous, and life is great. Hello. Yeah, Hmm. we'll be. I'll. I'll be. I'll circle back to y'all so that we can talk about this like five months from now. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We'll be here. No, we're just gonna take a flight to Cali. Hello. Don't throw this with a good time. (laughs) Seriously. We'll we'll babysit. We'll give you. We'll give you your Friday. You can put your uh, heels on. You and Kay Alice can dance in the bar. (laughs) Oh, we're gonna be in Miami with an IV. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my people, MJ. Casey, Renee, and Erica, Danny, we're watching Family Feud, but you and Kay Alex, you guys can go out. Have it up. <laughs> tell, us, tell us how it went. Tell us how it went. Uh, I love it. Thank you so much again, MJ, and all our babies, Expellinis. If you didn't know, now you know of Mercedes Javid. If you want to keep the drinks flowing and the conversations going, and or have any questions for Mercedes, please leave it at Babies Expellinis on Instagram. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>